Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 92. In the next couple of episodes, we'll sit down and start focusing on risk assessment, and we'll look at the various types of uh, the matrix that you can use. Some are, are, are really easy, and some, I can't say they're hard, but they, the, they generally add more detail, and when you end up with more detail, uh, you then have a, a easier way to sort out what you will and you won't address. In a, in a perfect world, of course, we address every single hazard as soon as we figure out this hazard. That just doesn't happen. Time and money are just not endless. So I think it really makes sense to focus in on um, the very big casualty causing um, consequences that cannot be um, um, avoided. And then how do we kind of go back down? You know, so in today's, we're going to talk about the three by three risk assessment matrix. Let's just get started. So this is a very simple tool, and we're going to uh, sit down and look at how that we're going to categorize and make a priority of the things that we will address. You know, so we're going to th- talk about things like likelihood and severity and consequences, and a lot of these are very um, um, like interchangeable words. So if there's something that your company is using, uh, always stick with that word as opposed to, to saying the same thing, but a different way. That way it's not so scary when you kind of sit down and um, introduce these concepts. It's not seen as something that's totally brand new, like, oh no, I got to learn some more lingo. I got to do this and all that. Um, but for me, I think that these are, are fantastic ways of sitting down and just really focusing my time and effort too. Um, I'd like to say that uh, every single time that I, I I see the risk, the same thing with with the uh, guys in the field who see the risk. But with these guys doing it all day, every day, they of course sometimes view risk a totally separate way than I view risk. That's why it's always important to get input from the folks too. So I can write a fantastic SOP and matrix and reduce risk, but if it's not really based on what the guys face, and by guys, I, I you know, I mean, uh, you're either in the field, you're the factory floor, you're walking the chemical lab, what, whatever the, it has to be, it has to work for them. It can't be something that's totally awesome for me and looks good, but it just doesn't apply. So I've, I've done a lot of talking. Let's just get right, right into it then. So in the, Today's the three by three. We're going to look at likelihood, which is also known as probability. Again, we can use those words in an interchangeable, whatever works for you and your company best. And we're going to look at severity, which is also known as consequence. Again, whatever your company uses, stick with that. So when we look at this, then um, let's look at um, likelihood first. So the three, three, three by three matrix is just going to be uh, three blocks, low, medium, and high. Low, of course, low risk. Medium means that it may happen occasionally. And a high risk means that it that it, uh, there's a, a very high chance that it will occur. When we sit down and look at severity and consequence, that's also on a scale of a three. Low means that there's minor harm or damage. Medium is moderate harm or damage. And then three is significant harm or damage. Let's go on to the next slide here. Um, 
So when we look at probability and impact, you then have uh, any areas of uh, green. Now, for folks who can't see this here, what we have is a uh, block of a block of nine. So we have the probability, low, um, medium, and high, and impact, low, medium, and high. So obviously, high and high is going to be red. That's going to be something that. Uh, that literally we have to do everything that we can do to to not just address the uh, potential harm. Uh, uh, I mean, not just lower the harm, but like literally stop doing right now, no matter what, until you come up with a plan. When you think about medium and medium, of course, you then have medium risk. Low and low is a very low risk then. And then there's different um, uh, categories after that. Um, you can have a very low probability and a, and a high impact, which means that you're going to have a, a, a low injury then. Um, so it's just a, just a very nice way of kind of sitting down and looking at this. And this is why we have to get input from the folks, because I might view something as a very low impact. The guys might see it as a medium impact, but probability is low. So we have to, we have to really get help from these guys. Um, so let's just look at a couple of um, definitions. Then. So low uh, low risk means that not very uh, not very likely that it's going to happen. If it does happen, the minimal harm. Same thing with medium, moderate, and then high, of course, significant harm. So we've looked at the matrix. We've talked about the definitions. Let's think about a couple of practical examples, and and um, when we go through these there's not going to be an answer that works because like all things, we have to get input from the guys and not just that, but there's a lot of times where the situation will dictate too. It would be totally awesome if, if that we, we said every time we do this activity, whether it's on the ground floor or 20 feet up, it's going to be exactly the same, but it's not. And that's, that's why that we really have to sit down and look at almost like a case by case, a use by use. Uh, in the safety world, there's always going to be some nuance uh, out there. So let's just go through a couple of practical examples. And this is really for the audience to kind of sit down and think about if this was at your place, would you call it a low, a medium, or high consequence? And then also when we think about that probability, is it something that's going to be low, a medium, or high? So let's look at the first one here. So a uh, person is working on a scaffold 20 feet up. You know, that doesn't give you too much info, of course, but then you, you start to think, is there going to be a guardrail on the scaffold? Do they have fall protection? How do they climb up and down the scaffold? So again, it's situation dictates. And what do you have in, in place that you're uh, reducing the risk now? And then if you kind of think about it and uh, what's the additional things that you could put in place to reduce this risk? Let's look at a uh, plumber who's going to solder a copper pipe. You know, again, not much info. You don't really know is he doing it on a workbench where it's very controlled, or is he on his back having to get into those very tight spaces that a plumber has to get into when when, when there's something that's broken. The next one here. Let's say that we have a um, employee who's going to load a tractor trailer with a forklift. Right. What do we have in place that's 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 going to make this safe? 
how do we make sure the consequences are low and how do we make sure the severity is low too i'm sorry the probability is low that we're going to have a uh, accident with this forklift um, again this is just something for the audience to think about and and nothing that i can answer for anybody right here and uh, finally, the last one in this presentation, uh, joining pipe in a trench 10 feet down without a trench box. So when we kind of think about trenching and shoring, we're going to be joining a concrete pipe. And whether you say it's a plastic pipe, a concrete pipe, it's going to be pretty darn close, you know. And now think about that same scenario. And what if you had a trench box? How would that change your matrix and your probability and... Um, well, definitely your consequence. How, how would that change the consequence if there was a uh, uh, incident, a cave-in on the side or something like that? That is it for, for uh, today's uh, episode. I want to thank everybody for joining me today. This was episode 92, and we did the 3x3 three three risk assessment matrix. Uh, in the next couple of episodes, we'll start diving into more and more complex risk assessment um, types, really more details. And again, we want to focus on the things that's going to give us the most bang for the most buck because time and energy is just not effortless out there. My name is Dr. David Ayers. Thank you for joining me and have a safe day.